woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no Welcome to World Walkers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. In our last episode, Vasa, Brummelstone, and Roberto warned the village of Holkins that hobgoblins were beginning to circle the area. The group convinced the villagers to head to a grove two days east in hopes that they would be safe. Now, with Roberto leading the way, the group ventures further into the forest, hoping they can find either their friends or a scout named Tafiki who may know where the next shard is. Thanks to our members over at Patreon for your continued support. If you're interested in finding out how to become a member, you can head over to patreon.com worldwalkers. Now, let's jump into episode 62. Stop touching Brummelstone's balls! And Tompkins says, the forest isn't telling you where Erdobi and Tin are? No, I don't know where they are. But it's telling you where the, the, fox. the fox is. Can you ask it again? <laughs> 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 I I already called her, okay? No, uh, but Tompkins is like, well then, I say they're in danger, and maybe we go after this this fox under the understanding that the moment we can find Erdobi and Tin, we change course immediately. Yes. My thought of going after the fox, Brummelstone would like say after speaking, was that the words that Kellett used to describe him was that he brings stories. And this town, this world seems to depend on stories the way Cog depended on machinery. And I don't know where the next shard is, but a man with stories might. That's true. Or he could just have a story about, like, a honeybee that Tom, but Tom can fell in love with the He's rose. Like, that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> like it could be a story of a babbling brook that Roberto, sang to a, Roberto, a horde of birds. Is, is You're the, nothing if not a man of your word. We have to find the fox. Like he's sold. About, he's in. He's like that. <laughs> that's it. That's the narrative he wanted. He's like uh, you I have. It to could be it. about a little piglet that fell on its side and took three minutes to get back up. And is that Tompkins? Like Tompkins looks like he has a little oh. bit of like a spark in his eye, and he says, almost like he's remembering something. And he's like, I, I'm not trying to be a flip flopper, but Brummelstone's onto something. I, that is. That is a bit how this world works. Yeah, because like Tompkins usually leads us to the next shard, whether subconsciously or consciously. So I'm just thinking, we go with what he thinks. It's, I mean, it is why we came here to Rolanus long ago for a better story. What do you mean by that? No, we don't have time for that. Let's just go into the <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's lead Tompkins, talk and walk. Let's... <laughs> All right. So <laughs> he, he he gets quiet at that point. Actually, anyway. All right, uh, I lead them through the path that I remember from my nature commune, commune with nature. Yep. So give me a survival check at advantage. They hit your spittoon? 
It did. <laughs> oh, air, my water, my water. Are you a 19, 1890s prospector? That's <laughs> okay. I got. I got a nineteen and a twenty. <laughs> I'm gonna do that on purpose now. You realize that, right? You feel confident that you're making the track the right way, and not only do you feel like you're kind of cutting through the forest the right way, you almost feel like the forest is helping you get there, and maybe it should have taken longer. But it's not. Within a half hour of traveling, you feel like you've covered a much longer walk as uh, you grow closer and closer to your destination. Up ahead, you guys are far enough away that like, almost like the forest is helping you stay back. So it's almost like you're both close enough to see what's up ahead and somehow also far enough away to not be seen. Nice. Okay. Up ahead, you can see the hobgoblins that you saw earlier. The hobgoblins carry themselves as if they're weighed down by heavy chains. Labored, ragged breath escapes them as their bloodshot eyes dart back and forth, fueled by paranoia. Their weapons are cracked, and the trees in the area are splintered. One of them, more brutish than the rest, holds himself with authority. He growls at the others, and they obey. They are a contradiction of exhaustion and rage. Do they have any visible hostages? There is a um, set of manacles with them, as if they're expecting to find more, but they don't have anybody with them. How many are there? Hmm? How many of them are there? There are... 18. (laughs) (laughs) He's rolling a d20 to determine how many there are. There are nine hobgoblins along with the brutish one. Okay. That's good around them. Too many. Um, are they like very obviously moving around? As in like we caught them in the middle of a scouting mission, or are they rude are they staying hanging out in this area? They're staying here and like well the thing that you notice, um especially um Vasa and Brumblestone passively <clears throat> those manacles, the most brutish one is holding those manacles. He pulls them forward, and there's resistance on them. And then he's like... <laughs> mm. Does, could I tell if they looked magical? They don't look magical, but they look like... They they should be hanging loosely. Mm-hmm. And they look like not. they're hanging awkwardly. Like they're hanging on something. Mm. Yeah. So he pulls it once more, and you watch as this uh, small gray fox humanoid nature, same clothing that you'd expect from the description you were given, gets almost yanked out of it, like back into existence, and he's like, <laughs> and like the the fox looks upset, and it puts its head down, and it was like, you can't blame me for trying. Vasa would have raised a hand to hold back Roberto and Tompkins in case they were going to wander forward, but then um, she she asked Brummelstone. She's like, Brummelstone, do you have illusion illusions? That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Let me find out. (laughs) Ooh, I got some mage hand. That's about it. Because from the and Vasa would keep her voice low. She's like, from the looks of this, like they most of them are a hair string away from snapping with fear or or panic. If we can somehow just even scare them a little bit, we might have the advantage against such a number. 
So I tell her about Mage Hand, which I can make essentially uh, about 30 feet away from me. We could pick up a rock and throw it in one direction so that we at least distract them. And that, that's about the best I have. What if instead of throwing something, we have the mage hand like move around and shake different branches and different bushes to make it look like they're surrounded by things that are rustling? Because that would be much scarier than just a rock being thrown. You know yeah. what I'm... Yeah, well, I figured if you could get... Like, the mage hand can only do so much, but uh-huh. 30, and then if it tossed a rock further out, then it would be, like, even further in that direction that they might look or go. So we could get, like... yeah sneak up behind them, but that's about the best I can do. Okay. Yeah, that, that's not a, that's not a, actually, that's really not a bad idea. Um, if we could somehow, one, scare them and try to get them a little bit more disorganized, but also get their attention off of us, then we could attack from behind or pick off the stragglers or let, let's first see how many will run. And if they don't, we'll at least like get their attention somewhere. Could, could we use the mage hand to instigate a fight within oh, the group. That's a good idea. If they're, you know, the classic, like, or uh, hesitant to suggest it, if Tompkins is invisible <laughs> and he has the oh shield, my- he just runs up and, like, pokes one. He yeah. nods and goes invisible. Nope. Stay. No, 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 no. <laughs> both both Rumble and Vasa clearly, like, grab right. on him at the give same me a, time. Give me attack rolls with disadvantage. See if you can grab him. I told you so! There's a famous play on our planet called The Hobbit. And oh my there god. Was par- there was a part Look in the, the play. Yeah, Vasa looks for the Vasa looks for the uh the, 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 the footprints. I got a thirteen. Okay. Well, oh melee? Does that mean that I get to put in my dexterity proficiency? No, nope, it's all strength based for some reason fine. in D. Is oh, it athletics? It's-, it's not an athletics, you're doing an actual attack. Fine, fine, I get it. I get the picture. I get it. <laughs> First roll. A four. Second roll. A twenty. Motherfucker. Since it's disadvantage, you gotta take the four. Yeah, your passive perceptions let you know that he's running. I really should have seen this coming. This is what I get for (laughs) suggesting an idea. I told you so! We just gotta let it play out. Let it play out. And if he (laughs) needs help, if he needs help, we rush in and Bromosone, you freaking, like, windstorm. What is it called? Thunderstorm. Thundercla- Thunderstorm. Thunderclap. Thunderclap. Yeah. And then we'll focus on a big dude or something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Thunderwave is 15. Yeah, um, I'm going to prepare a magic missile at the highest level I can do. And then if... So if... Can I set a hunter's mark out of combat? You can, yeah. Okay, so let's if, do... Yeah, if they discover Tompkins, I'll hit whoever has Tompkins. Sorry. Okay. I'm also going to prepare an arrow. Vas is going to draw her short bow and point it and have it prepared to shoot at whoever. Uh... She's going to have it aimed at the big guy, most mm-hmm. of all. I'm going to put a ready. hunter's mark on the big guy. All right. Um, give me an intelligence check, um, Brummelstone. Uh, 15. You watch as uh, Roberto's getting ready to prepare his spell, and you realize he's going to have to talk out loud to cast it. 
Yeah, I put my hand quickly over his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, my first time. <laughs> Ugh, noobs. <laughs> okay, I'll wait for the. F- I'll wait for something to happen. What are you gonna wait for? You guys gotta. You guys set a trigger. Oh, I'm waiting. Just I want to see if Tompkins draws aggro. Draws aggro. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like that you put that in. There's- <laughs> All right, so <laughs> it's quiet, and the hobgoblins are darting around, looking around, grunting, and then suddenly one of them, like, <gasps> and turns around like he's holding his butt, and he looks at the other one, and they start arguing, <laughs> and then he gets mad, and he Pushes the other, uh, the, the the one that got stabbed in the butt, um, or got got pushed in the butt, like gets mad and slaps the other one across the mouth, and then the most brutish one, just, <laughs> just like screams, and the rest of them immediately fall into line, like, <gasps> and then he just starts chewing them out, like, <laughs> and they all immediately listen to him he's got a firm grasp on these people and he looks around and after they chit chat for a minute he's like he says something and then they all pick up their stuff and start to leave and they start heading west where's the brutish one is he in the back he's up front yeah Voss is shooting at the brutish one right now okay yeah so real oh, quick. we're going yeah. we're going we're going you're gonna go first vasa but can i get an initiative from everybody oh, i've never rolled an initiative before. five eleven eighteen all right so first off is vasa for the surprise round it's not really a surprise round anymore but okay 17 plus seven i'm assuming that's a hit yep let's roll for some headshots all right, five plus four is nine damage on the big guy. She's first gonna like, she's gonna hiss at the team to like spread out, kill the big one first, and she's gonna move. She's gonna actually move like thirty feet away from the group in another direction while trying to stay as low as possible. Okay. And that, and then she's gonna use her cunning maneuver to hide. Yep. Okay. So give me a stealth check. Seventeen plus seven is twenty. All right, so uh, combat starts. So um, there's a grunt from the brutish one, and then two hobgoblins immediately surround him. They're each working with him and uh, together now. So after that is Vasa. All right, so Vasa's gonna again shoot for the big guy. Is he physically shielded by the smaller people? You got a clear shot at him. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna shoot at him again. All right, that one's a little bit less successful. It was an 11. Yeah, so he's wearing half-plate armor, and the arrow just clangs against it uselessly. That's fine. Um, Vasa's going to move this time 15 feet in a sort of a radius direction around them, and then hide again. All right, give me another check. That's a 16 plus 7 is 23. You you feel pretty confident in that. (laughs) The leader's turn. He's going to start barking orders, and then he pulls the greatsword off of his back, grasps it with two hands, and waits for somebody to come at him. Several of the other hobgoblins get into uh, small groups, like three of them band together, and they separate. Um, like they've listened to what the leader says, and then they they get about thirty. Well, they get about forty feet away from him. Brummelstone. Um, I'm gonna use shatter. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I can cast at 60 feet, and I think because I have a spell sniper, it's actually 120. Damn! So that's a 10-foot radius spear, and uh, I would use it to shield, because of the spell crafting, you can use it to shield uh, the fox. And I'm going to use a third spell slot. Well, all three of them passed. Aww. Roll again. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. So 20 um, thunder damage, and then half on a successful save, so 10. So, um, yeah, you watch. I don't know. I remember. I remember how this looks exactly, but I think it's like you drop your orb, and then the, the shatter takes place in their area. So yeah, I would drop like the orb. Looks like it falls through the ground, and then like pops up right in like that ten foot radius right in front, and just oh, and then yeah, it seems like it's releasing the screams of you know, yeah. An internal pain world or something. Uh, timeline. <laughs> yeah, you watch as yeah you watch as the orb falls into the ground and then comes up in the middle of all of them and then it shatters and in the cracks of the orb you can see a timeline that ended abruptly and there's just a brief moment of like realizing the pain and suffering that it went through in its final moments and then that moment shatters in a burst of sound, like a ringing sound. Almost almost sounds like the same ringing noise that you heard on Cog way back when. And then afterwards, the creatures f- like fly back in pain almost. They, you can watch as there's more cracks rip up their armor, and they hold their ears in pain, but they're, two of them are barely standing, um, and the leader looks fine. And then if I have movement, I would try to duck in some direction. Heavy bush, maybe. Yep. And so, the next Hobgoblin's turn, he charges forward and um, gets next to his uh, his leader. That might be a little worrisome for you, because they seem pretty organized. They don't seem like... You've, you've fought Hobgoblins before. You've even fought bu- bugbears that were shouting commands. These Hobgoblins are moving with, like, a little bit more precision. Like, they seem to have contingencies in place. Roberto? Um, I'm gonna actually... I'm gonna draw my... My swords, but or my sword and my whip now. But I'm actually gonna stay near Rumblestone. I'm just gonna guard. Um, what's the word for it? I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna like position? defensive, defensive position. Right. Yes. Um, right. And kind of. Yes. I'm gonna stay near Rumblestone. Okay. So I just. All right. So. Um, uh, oh, also, I want to cast Hunter's Mark on the big bear. Big guy. Oh, there's no bugbear. Sorry, the sorry, uh, the, the big guy. one. Okay. I actually just listened to the bugbear. So. Oh, did you? <laughs> so that means um, I spend one spell slot and I deal an extra one d6 on the target whenever I hit it. Yep. Is it just me? Not anyone. Yeah, else. it's just you. Dang it. So you mark that one. Um, the next hobgoblin um, nods at the leader, and the leader nods at him, and he takes off running as fast as he can into the woods. He's going west. The next two hobgoblins group up together, and they start making their way towards your group. You're not sure if they know where you are. I know Brummelstone's kind of out more. They, yeah, they're heading toward Brummelstone. Um, and they, they dart forward, and if you're 60 feet away, they, they can close rank, so they're right on top of you. New round. Two hobgoblins uh, wait for word from their leader. Vasa? So um, I heard that two of the hot, two of the hobgoblins were like barely holding on. Mm-hmm. 
Um, where are those two hobgoblins? They're right next to their leader, waiting for the leader to give a command. All right, I'm going to take aim at one of the hobgoblins that is barely holding on. All right. Okay, you know, that's 15 plus 7 is a 20. Anyway, I hit. Okay. Roll again. And I do? You have to roll again. So Why? They, were, they, were, they were actually uh, defending. But I shot at them. Are they defending the hobgoblin, the, the boss, or are they defending themselves? Themselves. They they took the defensive oh. action. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Come on, guys. I just, like, <laughs> just... Just give up the ghost. It's really nothing in this world for you. <laughs> okay, that one is a little bit worse. 7 plus 7 is 14. So you meet armor. I'm going to um, use my movement and again in sort of a clockwise fashion yeah. i don't know where i am now but I'm you're clearly like, like basically like if if you were at uh three you're at noon now and now i'm gonna use uh i'm gonna hide with my cunning maneuver let me roll to see if i hide successfully okay, 16 this time you watch as the leader uh leaves his two uh people behind and then moves forward 30 feet and then Takes it like a uh, also takes a defensive stance. After that, the hobgoblin in front, uh, the first hobgoblin, he is going to make an attack roll, and I need Brumblestone to pick either uh, athletics or um, acrobatics. Are you pro- are you proficient in any of thing? No. Why would I be proficient in that? I'm a wizard. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. F- Athletics and seems like Brummelstone would like quickly pull up his axe and slam it down if he could block. All right. Uh, Seventeen. You watch as he kind of darts, like kind of like dashes forward a little bit, and then he starts swinging his longsword at you, and he turns it to its side and knocks your orb to the ground. <gasps> and then he bends down and picks it up. <gasps> Does what that a dickweed? No. Does that do anything? Isn't make, an it like... oppor- make an opportunity attack, because uh, he's leaving. 16 plus 5, 21. You hit. Oh, good. One. Alright, he takes one damage, um, so you kind of almost like he just slap him across the face, but <laughs> he takes it and smiles, and then pulls back 30 feet with your orb. The other two that are on you are going to start attacking you. Oh shit, oh shit. What's your AC? 12. Yeah, so the two of the uh, the other two hobgoblins on you uh, take swings at you, but you dodge each one back and forth. And uh, it is now your turn, Rumblestone. And I can't cast any magic without the orb. Correct. Really? It's not like a yo-yo? It doesn't just come back into your hand when you call it? <laughs> oh, shite. Why do you hate wizards? I <laughs> <laughs> if you can find something that doesn't require somatic no, components, no, this is where this is where I need a fan to come in and just put in together all the clips where it's just Promostone <laughs> getting fucked over by Patreon. <laughs> montage, multiple, multiple oh montage. God. I mean, you could even go back to the one where it was like, oh, and guess what? You didn't see the bugbear behind you, and he smacks the shit out of you. <laughs> I remember that one. Oh no, I feel like. Clip. Hi, uh, Olivia. Hi, Megan. I hope you're feeling better than Fever. <laughs> oh, the team is dead. No, you can cast anything that doesn't have somatic components. I mean, material, material. I didn't know it was so easily yeah. to disarm Brummelstone. Just take away his orb. His orb. Yeah. No one's ever tried Any, yeah, spell, spell casting focuses can be used in place of material components. So, um, if, if it has the letter M in your requirements, you can't cast it. 
which, guess what, doesn't have an end. Magic Missile. Okay, so I can cast it at third. I'm gonna cast it at third, which gives me two more 11 plus four, 15 damage. All right, so you let loose a volley of magic missiles and they fly out, slam into him, take him off his feet, and he crashes to the ground unmoving. Yes! Um, if I can get to the orb, I No, I can't move past those guys. So. You can take the risk. It's up to you. Don't do it, Brummelstone! Yeah. Give me an intelligence Lots of shouts in his mind. Um, <laughs> 17 plus 3, 20. So here's uh, Brummelstone's mind is quickly at work. You watched him nod to the leader, which means that this is a tactic that they prefer to use. Mm. So now your mind's racing. You don't know what's going to happen first. You get to the orb or the leader grabs the orb. All right. That's not... They, we don't want that to happen. Five, yeah. four... I'm, I'm going to charge through. All right. I have ten extra hit points. I'm inspired. <laughs> Fucked with the wrong dwarf. Boss <laughs> is going to cover him. Boss is going to cover him. So you watch as um, the two hobgoblins strike as one, and it's <gasps> almost impossible to dodge him. You dodge one, but he left you wide open for the second one. That one does 18 damage to you. Damn, like, they're son. working in tandem. Like, when they're next to each other... They can give each other, like, essentially uh, damage advantage. They were waiting for you to make that play, and they cut right into you for 18 damage. But you run forward, you're there. Do you want to pick up your orb? Um, I can pick it up. Can yeah. I just crush it? Can yeah. you just crush it and make another one? I pick up the orb. All right. So you grab the orb, and you hold on to it, and the leader uh, smiles. Because oh, you're right next to him now. If anyone has a second to think about it, these hobgoblins seem especially ready to fight adventurers. Roberto. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what I'm going to do, I'm going to attack one of them. I'm going to attack just the guy closest, next, closest to me. Okay. Um, I have, I'm mobile, which means, it says when I make a melee attack against a creature, I don't provoke opportunity attacks from the creature for the rest of the turn, whether I hit or not. Right. So I was thinking, what if, can I hit the two guys in front of me and then run and then not provoke opportunity attack? So my first main hand attack, I'm going to hit the guy next to me. <gasps> I know. I got a 20. Mm-hmm. I got a 20. Okay. Kill that shit. Save Holy your shit. brother. Save okay. your brother. <laughs> so... I also have a rapier of sharpness, which means if the attack roll is 20, target takes an extra 4d6. Holy shit! Roberto is uh, angry! Okay. Y'all are breaking the beast! 17! Yeah, you take your rapier and you thrust forward, and at first you, you almost don't feel like you're hitting any resistance. You feel like you're just like piercing the air, and then suddenly the hilt of your blade thumps against the chest of the hobgoblin, and you realize you've gone completely through the hobgoblin. Holy and then as you pull your blade effortlessly back, it just falls backwards. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's your first step. No one stack. messes with my brother. What? No one takes his arms! <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first attack. That. Holy fuck. Stop okay. touching Brummelstone's balls! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, a, oh, it's an 11 to hit. Nope, you, you catch armor. <laughs> okay, so it's 23 to hit. Yep. 1d8. It's a 4 plus a 4, so it's 8 piercing damage. 
to the other All guy. Right. Yep, and then you lunge forward and you pierce through the armor of the next one, and it was a significant hit. Like it's pulling back, and you can you you pull back blood with your blade, but it's still up for now. All right, and then I wanted to, I want to move next to the Brummel Stone. All right, so you run forward, and then the other two, um, they pull their longbows out. They move oh. so they're within thirty feet of you, mm-hmm. and they take start taking attacks. Um, but they're not aiming at you; they're aiming at your brother. Uh oh. So real quick, does six damage drop you, Brummelstone? No. So six plus seven is thirteen. Does thirteen drop you? Nope. Ooh. Gosh, we could have used two more crystals in this fight. <laughs> so all together, these two archers open up fire, and they deal. Um, 20 damage to you in arrows. They look like they're working together again. So like when one gets a shot, the other one is working in tandem and they unleash. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. How many hit points you at, Brummelstone? Oh, I've got 10. One of the hobgoblins that was uh, that you had shattered earlier takes his step forward with his uh, lo- uh, longsword. They're all ganging up on Brummelstone because this this was the, it looks like this was their plan. Like the moment he came out mm-hmm. and they saw a wizard on the field, they all charged. So the uh, the first hobgoblin comes up there and swings at you, and you dodge that one, and then coming from the side is the second one, and he runs you through for 14 damage. Vasa, you watch as Brummelstone gets pierced in the side by a sword, and then collapses on his back. And as soon as that happens, the leader points at Roberto, but he's smiling at Brummelstone. The leader is smiling at Brummelstone. The rest of them are focused on Rum- uh, Roberto. Vasa is going to reveal herself, I guess. Dash into the thick of it. You step forward, and you do have to reveal yourself for this to happen. But once you step forward, you hear someone. You hear Tompkins shout near the group. He's like, "I got Brummelstone." Okay. So now you can change your action if you want. Oh my god! So um, I'm actually going to cunning maneuver and activate my dagger of venom. So, which means I coat it in poison. Oh, yep. And then I'm going to use my motion to move forward. Then I attack with my main hand using the dagger of venom on the main guy that I just closed in on. Okay. 11 plus 7 is 18. That's it? Okay. But just barely. You just got past his armor. Doesn't Ooh. matter. F- poison, <laughs> motherfuckers. 22 damage. That's direct damage. He drops. And. Woo! The, the big guy? Yeah, that was it. Holy oh, come shit. on. I wasted a poison on him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you rush up and you find your opening. You drive <laughs> your dagger yeah, right That's into its back. That's how we shake and brawl him, okay? That's how we shake motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. And then I'm going to just kind of be like... Fuck off really loudly as the body of the leader falls. And, <laughs> and then after after that display, you hear a um a quiet little shatter next to you, and Brummelstone is suddenly full of life. You're at complete hit points, and um Tompkins has his hand out for you. And then the hobgoblin next to you drives his sword into you. Oh for, man, I thought that we get scared a little bit. <laughs> for ten damage um to Tompkins. Yeah, so he immediately just looks, looks angry and drives his sword into Tompkins, and Tompkins is like, <gasps> and he he looks really hurt. Um, Brummelstone. <laughs> Let's see. So, how many are around us? 
Or I guess how many are like in a 15 foot cube around us? Four of them are. The other two are long range, so. I'll do it at second level, so it does one more. Two pass, two fail. The thunder wave hits, and even one of them that um, looks like he was holding his own against the wave gets picked up by it, slams into a tree. Three of them are out. One of them weathers the storm and then catches his breath, and he's still standing. Oh, and then I would step in front of Tompkins. I need you to uh, make an athletics or make a... um History. Acrobatics check. <laughs> <laughs> Through the power of history. <laughs> uh, I'll do. I'll do athletics. Five. <laughs> All right. So he knocks the uh, orb back out of your hand. Oh. And then uh, picks it up and winds his arm back as if he's getting ready to throw it. Oh hell no. Um, Roberto. I'm gonna kill the shit out of the dude with the with Brummastone's orb. Get your hand off my brother's ball. <laughs> Stop touching my ball. Okay, so roll to hit. I get a oh really? I got an eight. Okay. Okay, twenty-one to hit. That's a hit. I do seven piercing damage. The orb <laughs> falls to the ground and rolls away from his dead fingertips. Mm, right in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> the last two hobgoblins are going to open fire on Brummelstone. They open fire. They they get two shots with incredible accuracy. And working in tandem, they're able to deal 28 damage to you. Oh my god. Still goodness. got 10. Still got 10. Vasa. Vasa looks to Brummelstone and Roborto. Brummelstone and Tomkins, both of whom are very injured. But Brum, uh, Roborto is next to them. So she's feeling, she's feeling pretty good about their chances. She's going to make the move to attack one of the archers. Go. Okay. Seven plus seven, that's a 14. It's a miss. You, you clank against the armor. God damn it. Damn. All right, in that case, I'm going to take out my flask of oil and just toss it over the two of them. Like, splash <laughs> okay. it over the two of them. All right. <laughs> Give me an, uh, a range attack roll. How, what is that? Yeah, d20 plus dex. Oil is slippery. I mean, <laughs> oh, no. you can't be blamed yeah. for rolling a natural. Oh, no. Natural one. Brumblestone, you're at only 10 hit points again, you said? Yeah. Alright, what are you doing? You cast Magic Missile at second level. Nine. Yeah, your Magic Missiles race around Vasa and then slam from all sides into the Hobgoblin and crush him. If I can pick up my orb that's close and then still stay in front of Tompkins. Roberto? One dude left. I'm gonna dash over. I'm not even... Uh, I wanna run over to, run over to this guy. I get my swords ready. 16. 16 is a miss. Second main hand is also a 16. Ah! Yeah, and then my offhand is 11. Ah, this is no. I just swing wildly and clang, clang, clang. He's standing there. I know, I just like. He's standing there. My my sword, like. Just like goes between his legs and between his armpit and like completely <laughs> misses. Like just basically hits all the gaps. He uh, drops his longbow, pulls out his uh, long sword. And what is your AC, uh, Roberto? My AC is 17. 17? Um, no, he can't pierce your armor. Now you know how it Looks feels like. Looks like we have a standoff. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vasa. Yeah, Vasa is going to... Dis- 
try to scimitar the shit out of this little. And then he he puts his sword. Uh, he lowers his sword and says, "Wait." Vasa pauses as he says that, and then he kind of is he is he lowers the sword. Mm-hmm. Can Vasa like very suspiciously try to reach out and lay a hand on his shoulder? Yeah. Does does he let her do that? He drops his sword and then puts his uh, he lowers his head to you. Okay. Can Vasa uh, stab him in the throat? Yep. Advantage. <sighs> That yes. person was a 10, plus 7 is a 17. It's 15 damage. Yep, so yeah, you immediately just just drive your uh, your weapon into his throat. And he's... Uh, uh, and collapses. And <laughs> the um, the fox behind you, you hear him for the first time, and he's like, My God! Um, oh. Vasa immediately straightens and she looks, she says, Brummelstone, uh, Tompkins, are you alright? Tompkins looks like he's kind of really caught his breath, um, aka healing surge. So, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm at ten, so I'll take. I'll do a healing surge. While they're trying to heal each other, uh, Vasa's gonna loot the bodies, but mm-hmm. also once she get loots the big guy, is gonna look for a key. Yep. Um, yeah, the big guy has a key. The rest of them have li- like literally nothing. They don't carry gold or anything. Useless. Pretty much. Do they have any? Did how are their weapons? Do they look like they're usable? Yeah, they're usable. They would still. I mean, they're they're cracked. No collector of weapons would buy these, but they're mm-hmm. totally serviceable, and you'd probably catch coin for them. Should right, grab I'll, a few, even if it's just to give to the people in the town. Anyway, uh, Vasa's gonna have the key, but she's gonna hold it tight in her hand yeah. as she looks to the fox man, and she's like, "We were sent here by Kellett." Oh. Um. Thank. Thank you. Thank. Uh. How do you know? That's irrelevant. Do you carry story of an amazing uh, gem of great brilliance and inspiration? He kind of looks. He's taken aback a bit, and he's like, "I mean, uh, yeah. Why? Who are Where you? Where is it? What? Where is it? It." I mean, I'd like to tell my story, but, um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, he looks around and he's like, it's, it's in the Valley of the Stars. And when he says that, Tompkins t- kind of takes a step back and gets really quiet. It, uh, it, it crashed into the Valley of the Stars a couple of days ago and it, the, the valley is beautiful. It's just, it's growing life and it's filled with splendor. And I've come to tell Kellett that, and he looks around and he's like, Moto thinks that it's a shard of stardust, which is amazing and concerning at the same time. So I was coming here to tell him. Are there any beasts guarding the, the Valley of the Stars? No. What do you mean? Tompkins, do you know where the Valley of the Stars is? And he just says, I do, yeah. Okay. And then Vasa says, if I, if, if I unshackle you, can you safely get through this forest to the village? Well, we don't want to tell them to go to the village. We want to tell them to go to the. Other well, village. I mean, like we're gonna say, like why? Go to the why can't I go to the, the village? East. From our understanding, these hobgoblins are surrounding. Yeah, what do you know about these goblins that captured you? Um, it's really weird. Hobgoblins live far to the south, so I don't know why they're this far north, but they look crazy. Can I ask a sub question? 
looking I mean, at this you, armor. I mean, you guys saved my life. You can do what you got to do, man. I mean, it's oh, no, all I you. Mean, I mean, the you, Pedro. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> do we recognize, like, the armor from the crazy ones in COG? No. Like, no, okay. no. And there's a very like, different, like, this this, this guy, Tafiki, is calling him crazy, but they don't, he don't, they don't look crazy to you. They look sleep paranoia and sleep starved. Like you've seen crazy. You've seen what happened with madness grips, grips the mind of a goblin. Okay. This is not it. This is something in some ways way more dark and nefarious. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Vasa would turn to Bromosona and says like, you know, we perhaps we should send him on a way on his way and continue uh, looking for the grandmother and the team here. We have his knowledge. Yeah. But you said they're surrounding the village? They're moving in from from what it seems like the north, south, and west. And we're not sure why. We've got to find out why. First, uh, first you should find your fellow villagers. They've taken shelter in a a grove two days east of the village. No, no, no. I'll mo- I, they'll slow me down, especially Kellett. I need to find out why they're doing this. They they kept asking me about Corsetto and whether Calliope or Jax knew about the invasion. And I just thought it was just a few of them. But something something terrible is happening. I, I, if I go back to the village, they're going to try to come with me. I'm much faster on my own. I need to go find out what's going on. What invasion? How, how fast could you be if you got captured in the first place? Mistakes were made. No one's doubting that, but I also wasn't expecting hobgoblins to be fair. But well, it sounds yeah. Well, it sounds like they are everywhere. And he takes a step back, and he disappears. And then he takes a step forward, and he's next to Vasa, and he's like, "I I can do this if I if I know what's going on. The forests aren't dangerous. I've never had the forest turn on me, and I'm not even sure the forest turned on me this time. I think that the hobgoblins are corroding or pervading the forest because." This shouldn't have happened. Hmm. Is there anything else you can tell us about this group that captured you? Just they wanted they were going to take me somewhere to torture me because they knew I knew more. They said, and I, I don't. But they, I couldn't reason with them. Oh, sorry. Is Corsetto is a place, right? Corsetto, the kingdom of Corsetto. What? And then he stops. Where are you guys from? Around. That's a story for another time. And he looks and he looks over at Tompkins and he's like Huh. From someone giving an assuring nod. And he kinda nods. Have you did you did you tell any of the hobgoblins about the star the Valley of the Stars and its uh, new light? No, no way. Okay. Well we've already we've already held up our end of our promise to Kellett. We rescued the fox from his captors. What he does now with his freed life is on his own hands and he says that he can survive this forest. I say leave him while we search for our group. Have you seen? Uh then I would describe Ertle the Intent. No. Um we did there was that one goblin that ran away at the very beginning of the encounter, so Oh my god. Can you can you do us one more favor? When you find out what you know, meet us back in the Valley of the Stars. We'll gather the shard. And then if you see our friends... Do you know we'll how far the Valley of the Shard is? The Valley uh, of the no. Stars? N- no. <laughs> I've been traveling for quite a long time. I mean, I can't just do a quick breeze on over to the Valley of the Stars. Oh. Well, we just assumed it was like over there. Like, no. No. I don't, yeah. We're talking, talking a lot. Talking months. Uh, oh. Months. 
shape. Okay. Is it in the forest? The Valley of the Stars? Yeah. When he looks around, he's like, uh, uh, I'm not trying to be smart. It's, it's in a valley. What's the fastest way to get to the Valley of the Stars? Surely there must be a shortcut of some sort. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, if you had a ranger with you, that would make the sh- the, the, tra- the travels infinitely quicker, um, provided that your ranger's in good standing with whatever forest you want to navigate. Um, of course, you could get a horse. You know, um, besides that, um, yeah. you could contact one of the wind riders and see if they would take you on a journey. A um, wind rider, yeah. If you're not from here, it's not going to work out for you, honestly. Um, your your friend here should be able to get you around really quick too. And Tompkins shakes his head. He's like, no. And he says, okay. Um, other than that. Yeah, I'd say go hire yourself a ranger. There's, um, you can find good rangers up north in Corsetto. They hang around. All right. You can All find right. good rangers right. right here. And then he turns around and he's like, are you serious? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Mr. Fox, You're you can go do whatever forest? you want. I Mr. Fox, there. excuse I'm... me. <laughs> My name is Tafiki, Miss Human. <laughs> Well, this Miss Human is about to do to you what I did to that hobgoblin back there. So why don't you take your little tail butt and go do your sneaky sneaks that you think you can succeed at? Oh my we God, have really... more lives to save. Sorry, Tafiki, we've had a rough day. Um, <laughs> thank you for your help. Yeah, sure. And he takes a few steps forward and then kind of like hops back and disappears. Just. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten really good at using intimidation at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna fuck with me? Like, I'm sorry. Thank you, Tafiki. Oh, Vasa was gonna drag the hobgoblin bodies like out of the clearing and try to at least c- camouflage them a bit with the undergrowth. Tom, but as you start to do that, Tompkins like, "There's no need. They already have a hobgoblin who's gonna know. Who's gonna tell everybody?" Oh, That's yeah. right. One left. We should. It's, we should get out of here quick. All right. So it sounds like. Our best bet is to meet at the Valley of the Stars. We should get the shard. That's our quest. We're gonna we're gonna go there without Ertleby, without Grandmother and, and Tin. Vasa looks genuinely surprised that Brummel's don't be the one to suggest this sort of almost like no, we're gonna stick to the mission and go. Don't really know what to do now. Besides that, yeah, wandering through the forest seems to accomplish nothing, and they seem in better shape than we will. Our best bet now is to get the shard before anyone else gets the shard, and then to find them. As much I mean, as it pains me to do that. Well, they don't know where the the valley of the shards is without Tompkins, and we are the only ones who have Tompkins. At the very at the very most, we should leave the forest, but wait at the edge of the forest for when it ultimately spits them back out. But I don't know if we have time. People can't sleep. People can't dream. The Dream Eaters and Nightmares, they stay at the edge. It seems like they're ever-presently getting closer. The more we wait for them, unfortunately, is the more time we we let them get closer to the Shard. And like Tompkins said earlier, we've lost one already. To lose one again would be foolish. We can only hope that they find the brightest timeline, and that the forest helps guide them. Those two, al- those two alone, without the shelter of your hut, they will be still hounded by the nightmares, and it will catch up to them. 
They have neither ranger nor your magical guard. We are essentially leaving them to the nightmare's mercy. Tomkin steps up and he's like, no, you're right. We don't really have a choice but to wait for them in that regard. I mean, I I don't know how long we should wait for them, but they would wait for us. Now they would. If you feel this is the right move, I'm willing to wait. I just fear... I don't know. Tomkins looks like, I don't know what's the right move anymore. I'm really worried, but I feel like we got to give each other a shot. Yeah. If we go to the edge of the, if we go to any edge of the forest, we should at least go to the edge of the forest that takes us close, that puts us on the side to start the journey to the Valley of the Stars. And we can only hope that at some point your forest Roberto decides to stop playing so coy and spit out our compatriots. Tomkins kind of shrugs. He's like, I mean, hopefully the forest figures out that Ertlebe is a druid. That'll really help him out. Hopefully well, we wait at the floor. Out. Yeah, <laughs> she's a druid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. how about this? How about, like, we go um, to the fort? Where's the general direction of the Valley of the Stars, Tompkins? Far north. Far north. All right, so let's head north. Camp, uh, like Vasa said, at the edge of the forest, where I can still commune and, like, you know, just call back when they're ready. Um, you know, make a, maybe I can reach out to the forest animals and be, like, be on the lookout for an old lady and a forged. So, yeah. let's... My only thought about going north is that I know there's also more of those guys through there. But if the forest will protect us through, maybe we can at least get... Yeah, because yeah, we don't need to engage them any longer, anymore. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We I can... don't want to go through another battle like that. Yeah, that was... Yeah, all right. Especially Let's... without either of them. Yeah. Okay. So we should we should head north and wait for them at the edge of the northern, the northern edge of the forest? Yes. So if and you'll communicate that with your forest that that's where we are, so when it is done playing with them, mm-hmm. spit them out in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, yes, yes. I will leave a message. All right, let's get out of here before All the right. goblins come back. Yeah. So yep. Roberto will lead the way to the forest. <laughs> to the forest. Yep, and as soon as you decide that, the the forest just kind of springs to life again, and a gentle breeze like races through the tree line, finds you, and kind of lovingly nudges you north as <laughs> you can hear like a chorus of birds start to chirp and sing, <laughs> and the wildlife returns to watch and guide you. If you can paint with all the colors of the wind... Thanks for listening to episode 62. Stop touching Brummel... <laughs> Stop touching Brummelstone's balls, which is the uh, name of the episode. <laughs> the uh, the music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at Incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find at Sirenscape.com. have a silent sniper <laughs> i know who could fly i mean it's just like this is why i was not worried when they went into the woods <laughs> like, they've got 48 hill potions <laughs> a silent sniper a bear and can fly like and a gunslinging slash bear yeah. critical rapier okay so first is it, 
piercing damage. 1d8 was one piercing damage. Really? It's 2d8. Because you crit? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Three. Yeah, so all together you got what? Four piercing damage. In, in four plus four your plus dex. Plus my dex. Yeah, because uh, it, it's a rapier. It uses your, it's a finesse weapon, right? Is that my attack yeah. bonus? No, it should be your dex bonus. Oh. Are you not adding in your stats? I already, oh, I already, I already. When you attack? I'm so mm. confused. He I does have, I guess 34 not. damage. I did the math in my head. <laughs> I haven't been adding it. How long have I not been doing that? 30 episodes Please? plus four months of not edited episodes. So oh, no. people will find out you haven't been doing your math in about oh, 2018. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I could have been Guys, doing more damage. happy January 2018. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! I could have been doing way more damage. Just be Where glad no one died on the podcast yet, because otherwise <gasps> you'd feel super bad. You'd start going oh. through and trying to figure out how many lives you could have saved. Oh my god! All of them. Oh. No. Oh, no. You don't want to pull a Ryan North and get the group killed. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Again with your rapier. Um, oh, right. I have an extra main hand. Yes. Right? Oh, my yeah. goodness. This is fucking OP. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's like it's almost as if Brummelstone's uh, Digimon just evolved. Digimon just Digivolved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robortomon evolved into Supermon. <laughs> Supermon. <laughs> I love Copy the fact it. that, like, after Vasa comes in and, like, shanks the shit out of this guy and the body falls dramatically, Brummelstone magically rises, Tompkins <laughs> magically appears, and then, like, this really epic 360 view, oh like, Avengers-style comes yeah. out, and, like, as they face off at the remaining hobgoblins. Yep, Tompkins with his shield, he's the cap of the team, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Black Widow! Black Widow! Um. Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in some of the movies, guys. <laughs> 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 